Okay, folks, here we are. Is the Fife property market a buyer or seller's market? Who knows at this point in time? QVT! Okay, so here we are. Fife property market. Is it a buyer or a seller's market? The up-to-date stats, the up-to-date information, hold tight. We're going to find out right now live, and I'm going to show you why this certain type of market might appear right now. Now, you might think it's a buyer's market. It could be a seller's market. You might think it's a seller's market. It could be a buyer's market. It could even be a balanced market. So let's find out. I mean, house price, house sales. So house sales itself are up 14.8% on 2023 as mortgage rates fall. Yet, is it a seller's market in Fife? Well, the number of agreed UK property sales until last Sunday, that's January the 28th, was 8.3% higher than a year ago. That's actually quite surprising, considering a year ago was interest rates were better. Um, but why is that? Well, tumbling mortgage costs have announced but uh, encouraged buyers and sellers to return to the property market overall. Uh, this is a more buoyant picture of the UK property market in the first four weeks of January 2024, compared with the same first four weeks in January of 2023. Every UK region has seen an increase in the number of properties selling subject to contract, remember. And in, in January 2024 versus January 2023, the most significant rise was actually found in inner London, uh, which was up 25.14% year on year, followed by the southeast at 20.02%, the southwest at 16.18%. Most other regions. That's the West Midlands, Outer London, Northwest, Yorkshire, Ulster, East Anglia, Wales, East Midlands, Northeast, and Scotland has actually increased uh, as well. But these ones before Scotland had actually increased between 12 and 15%. The smallest rise was actually in Scotland at 4.45%. So why is that? Well, as well as increased property sales, the supply of UK properties on the market is 13.9% higher than a year ago. In other words, there's more properties available to buy for buyers out there. So let's give you an example. Uh, 592,574 uh, for sale properties in January 2024. This is right across the whole of the UK versus 519,987,000 uh, for sale in January of 2023. So there's significantly more properties on the market right across the UK for sale. How does that compare against Fife and how does it compare against Scotland as well? Well, according to Zoopla, uh, London experienced the most significant rise in potential buyer interest uh, with a 21% uptick in new buyer inquiries in the capital uh, during the initial three weeks of January compared to last year. This surge was the highest recorded on record uh, across UK regions, significantly surpassed the national average increase of 12%. So. When we go into this then, what we'll look at net sales. Well, net sales, that sales agreed, uh, 
less the fall-throughs, uh, paint an even better picture with a rise of 14.8% in the UK. So that's 55,459 net UK homes for sale to January 2028. That's the first half, the first period of January, basically first four weeks of January, compared to 48,325 net sales um, in January of 2023. There's growing optimism. There's no doubt about this. And, it, and it's evident among prospective buyers and sellers as mortgage rates, uh, interest rates, uh, which um, saw a significant rise in 2023, um, have started to fall in the last month or so. This is not base rates, but this is actually the mortgage rates that banks actually offer. So by the end of December, inflation had fallen to 4%. Uh, down sharply from a peak of 11.1% in October 2022, and considerably lower than the Bank of England's uh, early estimate of 4.6%. Uh, additionally, the average mortgage rates have dipped to their lowest point since early June, with some banks and building societies reducing their mortgages rates uh, below 4%. Uh, for those with large deposits, by the way. So in other words, you've got a huge amount of equity in your existing property and you're taking it to your next property and putting that down as the deposit for your property, um, then you'll get a far better rate and some of them are below 4%. That's almost a way back to where it was last year and the year before. Um, so that's actually really good rates overall. So even with this upswing, uh, in the property market activities. Uh, price levels have remained relatively stable overall, and the market continues to favour buyers uh, due to ongoing mortgage affordability issues and, and the still relatively high interest rates overall. The reduction of mortgage rates has undoubtedly rejuvenated buyer interest in transactions, particularly after the slowdown uh, in the latter half of 2023, uh, with many prospective movers uh, pausing their plans. Now, this resurgence is expected to help increase the number of properties sold, which at, which at 1 million were actually an 11 year low in 2023. So that's the lowest the number of sales, the number of transactional sales have been in 11 years in 2023 for the number of properties sold. What does this mean then to, to buyers and sellers out there? What does this mean to you? Um, I cannot see a trend leading to a significant increase in house prices then. That's really what it is in 2024, since the market remains finely balanced with a medium-term drift towards a slightly weaker seller's market for quarter two and quarter three in 2024, compared to 2021, when it was an extreme seller's market. And we'll talk about more of what is, a, what is an extreme seller, what is a buyer's market, what is a seller's market in a minute. So sellers are eagerly, uh, eagerly, uh, eager to move in 2024. It might find encouragement in these initial signs of increased activity. Uh, still, the buyers focus on value, which means that unduly, uh, undue optimism on the part of sellers could hold back the current property market recovery. This means you've got to be more realistic in your pricing as a seller. You've got to be more realistic in your expectations now as a seller. There's also warnings that the uncertainties often associated with the general election year inhibit the property market uh, as buyers and sellers become more cautious in the decisions in the lead up to voting at the polls. The key here is though, 
this is the time to be realistic about if, with your pricing if you're going to be putting your five home on the market at this point in time. So what sort of a market are we actually in? Well, let me talk about that in a wee bit more detail. The measurement of whether it's a buyer's market, balanced or a seller's market, is based on a proportion of properties marked as sold, subject to concluded missus. In other words, they're sitting on a website is sold, they're still waiting to settle and conclude, or they're under offer, compared with the total number of properties on the market at this point in time. Now, that includes all the properties, including the ones that are sold. So you're getting a percentage proportion. So, for example, if there are 45 properties sold, subject to included missives, and 100 properties available for sale, then it's then 45 as a percentage of 100 is 45%. So this isn't just a numbers game. It's a gauge of market sentiment. This has been used time after time after time, year after year after year. And you could do this yourself in any single market. All you need to do on to do is go on to Zoopla, for example. You can type in Fife. You get the total number of properties on the market. And then what you do is you take away the ones that are sold with a wee tick box. And then you get the total number available for sale on the market. And that gives you then the difference between the two of them, the amount of properties actually sold. And then you take the amount of properties actually sold and divide it by the total number of properties available on, on the market on Zoopla, including the ones that are sold. So the initial first point. So it's one minus two equals the number sold. And then you take the number, you take the number sold and divide it by the first figure that you got. Hopefully that makes sense for everybody, but we'll go through an example when we look at it. So this isn't just a numbers game, as I said, it's a gauge of the market sentiment. So what is an extreme buyer's market? Well, it's anything from zero to 20%. A buyer's market, so not extreme, just a buyer's market above that, is between 21 and 29% um, sold. A balanced market is between 30 and 40%. And a seller's market is between 41% and 49%. A hot seller's market is between 50 and 59%. An extreme seller's market is 60% and above. The weight of these brackets can't be overstated. Uh, they directly impact everything from listing prices to negotiation leverage. So what is the current five property market snapshot then? Where are we right now in terms of the five property market? Well, to calculate where the five property market is and it stands now, uh, let's incorporate some of the most recent findings uh, for January 2024. The numbers and the statistics have been taken from the website, the advisory, um, which has calculated the market state uh, stats for many, very, very many years. Um, I'm sharing them um, from the summer of 2018 to January 2024. So what are the statistics for the Fife area since that time? Well, let me just show you this in graphical form. Let's get this up and have a wee look at it. I'll just share the screen here. And I'll talk a wee bit more about what it is. So you'll just see it appear right above me here. 
so here we are here um, and you can see that hopefully i'll try and zoom in and move about here uh, here we are here and june so there's there's june of 2018 it was 54%. Now, 54% represents a hot seller's market in June 2018. Uh, 2019, it was 51%. We're still in a hot seller's market. Uh, 2020, 48%. We're into a seller's market now. So you can see how it's coming down. And then June 2021, 83%. And we are into an extreme seller's market no surprise see that in the in the pandemic and covid june 2021 the boom market extreme seller's market and then 78 percent in june 2022 still an extreme seller's market and then december 2022 it was still an extreme seller's market but just slightly nearly moved into a hot seller's market and then march 2023 it then fell into hot seller's market from an extreme seller's market as it comes down uh, 59% in May 2023 were still in a hot seller's market and 60% June 2023 bordering on a, a, an extreme seller's market again. Up to 61% in July 2023, extreme seller's market. August 23, it's down to 59%, down to a hot seller's market, down to hot seller's market in September 2023 and 56% in January of 2024 and 56% represents still a hot seller's market. We are still in a seller's market. So who is peddling this idea from the media that we're in some sort of buyer's market or the market is tumbling or there's going to be chaos on the horizon? Because these statistics and this information, which is time long standing, has been going on as a calculation for years and years and years, probably since I was born, has been used every single time. And it tells us straight away what type of market we're in. So we're still in a hot seller's market, according to these statistics. Okay, so looking at the stats quite clearly, hot seller's market in the summer of, uh, and stream seller's market in 2021, which was uh, 83% in 2023, uh, the five property market changed and it was hovering above the high 50%. Hot seller's market, albeit weaker seller's market in the summer of 2021, in January 2024, it's drifting downwards towards seller's market territory. So hot seller's market, but drifting down to the seller's market activity and territory. So what's the consequences and thoughts for the five property market? Well, this new data prompts me to take stock and actually ponder overall. Um, for five home sellers, this is what you should know. We are transitioning into a market where sellers must be more strategic and flexible and also quite patient. It would help if you braced yourself to expect your home to be on the market for longer um, with an extended marketing period. That's key and vital here. Expectation, managing it straight away for yourself. Everybody says your house is going to fly off the shelf and it's absolutely beautiful. And I've put one on today and sell a dike and tape in close. However, it depends who's out there at that point in time. And with the number of buyers dwindling as opposed to last year and the more stock come onto the market than there was the year before there's more stock available for fewer buyers therefore that's why we've moved down from an extreme sellers market to a to a hot sellers market moving towards a sellers market so this again is the key and i will repeat it 
we are transitioning into a market where sellers must be more strategic, flexible and patient overall. It would help if you brace yourself to expect your home to be on the market for longer with an extended period of marketing. Now, if it goes quicker, fantastic. We'll just manage the sale. But if it takes a wee bit longer, you're prepared for it. You've planned for it. Isn't that a lot less stressful? So realistic pricing is even more vital than ever. In 2022, for 86.1% of five properties that came onto the market, the owner moved, exchanged and completed instead of withdrawing off the market and sold. In 2023, that figure had reduced to 80.6%. Interesting when you actually compare it to the national picture, when it was actually 65.33% in June in, in actually 2022 and 52.86% in 2023. So Fife is actually doing far better than the national average. And I've always said that the Fife property market is extremely resilient because it's at a fantastic price point and you get a, you get a huge bang for your buck, especially with the type of properties you can get for these sort of price points. I mean, a four to a four bedroom detached villa on a corner plot in a cul-de-sac with a double garage. It's just about 375000 in the East Nuke area. That is a great price point, considering in London, a two-bedroom flat is, on well, the average price in London is actually 550000 If you go to Glasgow, it's a similar picture, a lot higher for a lot less. This is why quite Fife is extremely resilient in comparison because we have properties right through the whole market. And Fife is actually a good reflection of the UK economy. You have the St Andrews, which is the London of Fife, and you have the other end of Fife, and you have in between as well. But Fife is actually 50-50 farming um, or, or urban and rural, uh, industrialised and farming and fishing and tourism. Um, so there's there's a great microcosm of the whole of Fife in terms of the job structure and also the economic structure in terms of rural, in terms of urban. And that's a great reflection. So what happens in Fife really is, is a reflection of what happens overall in the UK itself. You can see at St Andrews is obviously the other end of the spectrum. Uh, and there are they, they, these properties are actually taking a wee bit longer to go and there's less properties actually selling. So when you bring it down right into micro regions, it can be different. This is why it's important to get an estate agent out to talk about your region, because your region not might not necessarily be in this in this what we call the hot sellers market at this point in time, moving to a sellers market. Your region actually might be into a buyer's market. But that's why it's important to segregate between St Andrews, East Nuke, Leavenmouth, Cooper, Kirkcaldy, Glenrothes, and Dunfermline. That is the micro region that we should be should be looking at individually and looking at the price points there. Uh, what does it mean for Fife home buyers then? Okay. What are the challenges and opportunities then? Well, some homes will have still uh, will still have bidding wars, really. Uh, yet you have the luxury of choice and time with other homes, unlike before. Uh, external influences such as um, well, from global economic trends, uh, inflation, and interest rate repercussions uh, could all cast shadows on the Fife property market. Uh, the pre-election budget which is coming up in March, will no doubt affect the property market, as will everything going on ice in the three or four weeks up to the election itself. This happens all the time. So by waiting till the election and near enough the election, you could stall, your plans could be stalled because the three or four weeks before it, everything seems to kind of slow down and stop. 
almost like a limbo. Everybody's in limbo to see what happens with the election, see how that influences anything. But let's delve deeper then into the strategies and tactics to sell your five home. Uh, let's talk about this. Okay. So if you're on the market right now, or if you're even thinking about it, or if you're even planning in the future, then this is probably the advice I'll give you. Given the property market's temperature at this point in time, um, the, here are more, um, more granular insights. Um, so for sellers, and then we'll talk about buyers after this. As I've mentioned, pricing is absolutely key to finding the right buyer. Uh, also, um, the marketing to make your home stand out is actually vital. And I really mean like video tours, walkthroughs, talk ups. So people from further afield know exactly what they're getting and exactly why they want to come along and view your property. Long gone are the days of silent movies, which is literally a video with a musical walkthrough. Nothing that tells you nothing that the photographs can't tell you anyway in the descriptions. That's why it's important to have proper presenters taking people around properties online so they understand what they're going to get and where it is and what it is to them. We're selling benefits, not features. And benefits is what gets people to buy property. Why am I wanting to stay in this community? What's in the community for my family that we could enjoy? Where are the beaches? Where are the, you know, where are the harbours? Where is the recreation points? What standard of living will I have compared to where I am right now? This is why I talk about it a lot like this. To people in the city, it's like, if you could work remotely, why on earth are you still paying a fortune for your property in the city if you can get something at a really, a really lesser cost and still get the same type of property, but even with a better lifestyle and a better quality of living for your children overall? So specialising in social media campaigns is probably essential for your estate agent. Uh, and it could, all, it could make all the difference in a cooling market. So let's talk about buyers then. What, you know, what's the what's the what's the market temperature and the granular insights for buyers? Well, again, there's the, the, there is more than one market. The competition um, will heat up if you're looking to um, if you're looking for a type of property that everyone wants. That's clearly going to be the case. So don't just take it and sit back because the snooze you lose example is still is still there. Um, you could still lose out on that prime property, especially if it's a bungalow, especially if it's finished a high standard and it's ready to move in and uh, and your your finance and your numbers work out where it's very, very affordable in comparison to where you are right now. Having your mortgage pre-approved in place is probably essential. Uh, it will give you an advantage over other buyers. That's key as a buyer. Also, it's worth being open to a widening, widening the search radius to spot bargains that others will actually miss. You'd be amazed at how many people actually miss that. Look at the people that look in an Ely. It's like, I just want to look in Ely. Three miles up the road is St. Monin's, and it is a completely different price point to Ely. And you could literally just walk into there anytime you want. And a wee bit further on is Pitt and Wien. And a wee bit further on is Anstruda. And Anstruda has all the main shopping facilities and the cafes and bistros and restaurants. And also the, the, main, the main high school as well. So these are all key things. When people, as a buyer, you should be expanding your, your territory just a wee bit more because you never know what's on the fringe. On the other hand, five home buyers can be more, uh, can exert more power in negotiations in a less competitive market. From offer, offer price um, to extras. So 
So you could do things like, you know, you could carpets or fixtures or fittings. Uh, don't forget, though, that 81% of sellers will also be buyers. So what you might lose from selling in a buyer's market means you're gaining when buying. So it kind of makes no difference. I'll say that again. What you might lose in a, uh, from selling in a buyer's market, this is to sellers, what you might lose from selling in a buyer's market, you will also gain when buying because you too are a buyer. So here's my final thoughts on this. And just as we finish up, as we enter the second month of 2024, which we're in right now, the Fife property market offers both challenges and opportunities for Fife home buyers and sellers. Understanding market nuances is vital if you are a first, a Fife first-time buyer uh, or an existing homeowner um, looking to move, um, and it's a seasoned or or maybe even a seasoned property buy-to-let investor or someone actually looking just to relocate into the area or relocate out of the area. These are key principles that you've got to really understand. Um, I think you should stay adaptable, uh, stay informed, and remember that, as always, your home moving story is as much about the journey as the destination. I'd be interested to know your thoughts as well, though, um, on the Fife property market and how you see the uh, the, the the property scene ev evolving. Uh, do you yourself anticipate any other trends or shifts in the property market itself? Um, what are your local insights and actually experiences overall? And so if you get a chance, you know, please feel free to put something in the comments. Uh, and until next time, guys, um, I'm Jim Parker for Fife Properties TV. Bye bye for now.